Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. The following program is rated NAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five-minute warning. Here's the thing. Like, I read the headline, but clearly my mind was like, breastfeeding on a plane somehow i completely forgot about the cat like i didn't see the word cat that's when i realized like my my mom was looking i was like why is this an article oh she's breastfeeding on a plane yeah that's kind of messed up but i understand you know some people feel differently about that but then i kept reading i was like what and then i went back up and read i was like cat oh i feel like it'd be culturally irresponsible for me to comment on white people shit so i just ain't got nothing to say like i don't I don't. <laughs> Yo, well, did you just did you just break out yes, a retractable yes, back yes. scratcher? <laughs> How you gonna break out a retractable back scratcher and do that shit casual? Like, ain't nobody gonna comment on that. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? Because I want one. <laughs> Look, man, let me say something about this. Before we Why you pull that out like it was some go-go gadget shit? <laughs> go-go gadget back scratcher. <laughs> this right here, my wife has given me. Many things. All of them good. <laughs> this is the best thing she has ever given me with clothes on. I promise you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. With clothes on. Yes, sir. I, I, I like how you had to specify. Yeah, I had I mean, to, man, because I don't want people thinking that, yeah, my wife brings it. I'm just saying. This back scratcher, yo. everything and nothing at all that's everywhere you don't want to be it's Ruben Mo B and on the ones and twos AG the five minute warning what's up what's up everyone out there in the internet world is another episode of the five minute warning yes i am ruben brown this is a podcast that i helped put together don't ask me it's kind of crazy but i couldn't do this by myself i brought two people that i know would be awesome at it my boy ag on the ones and twos what's happening y'all how you doing and my boy with christmas lights in the background moby what's up man what's up with the I mean, what's what's up with that behind you, man? It's Christmas. <laughs> it's it's a bookshelf, and when the bookshelf get there, that's new. I mean, 
man, the bookshelf's not new. It just got well. I mean, it's, there. it just that's what I'm saying. Like you don't got the big thing in the I back. Mean, da- damn, why you make it seem like damn, nigga? You read like. <laughs> 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 okay. I just I just got the introduction. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate that because it makes it easy for me. I mean, I'm just making sure, I'm glad you read. Yeah, there's a bookshelf like, and there are books in there. Some of them got you know big words in it too. Um, a couple of them ain't even got pictures. Wow. I mean, you mean you don't have I, no pop ups in there, man? I mean, I might have one or two of them. I mean, I just think that it's interesting that. Of one thing, like you're you're rocking your Raider gear today, which is interesting. Is that is that, is that different either? Like, why is that? They won. They won Thursday. And, I, and I, I don't, and I don't, not only that, I used to have a Raiders picture back there, I, I, I'm, and Raiders had have had Raider blankets like what? Exactly. But I'm shocked <laughs> that I don't see any Georgia stuff back there. Well, he can choose because Georgia's still number one, aren't they? I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm just. I mean, I oh, mean, by the way, Moby, look, man, help me understand this. Why do people talk about Derek Carr like he ain't nothing when he, what he did yesterday and what he's done this year, not yesterday, but Thursday, and what he's done all year long is what he's been doing since they started talking about him. They really started talking about him after he broke his leg. Help me understand how come he went from all world to mediocre, maybe getting traded to now back to all world status when he never really didn't play well. He was definitely hindered by his entire team. So help me understand that. Am I missing John something? Gruden. Nah, you, John Gruden. They Grudened him. Well, he okay, all right. Because they was talking about him like a dog before Gruden got there too, and I didn't understand it. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if they were talking about him that aggressively before Gruden got there. Because before it was like we don't know if he's a guy, but the team sucks, so can't really judge him. And then Gruden got there and decided that you know he didn't like him. Okay. I'm- yeah, that's about that's about right. All right, because I, I like I said, man, it's just like I watched the dude Thursday play really well, and I'm sitting here going, I talked to Lauren about this. So I was like, I don't know where in the world all that foolishness came from, because what I saw Thursday was not new at all. Look, man, John Gruden once said that Johnny Manziel was one of the most impressive um, football he did? players he had ever seen. Yep. And the quarterback and, and and you know that dude has given Nathan Peterman a job two years in a row, who is statistically probably the worst quarterback to ever play football. And I mean, so that really tells you all you need to know about John Gruden. The man does not know shit about quarterbacks. Um, he's probably no, no. My opinion, my opinion. He's the most overrated football coach in the history of NFL. In the history of the NFL, and that's not the first time you said it. You say it often. You say it actually as many times. And as I, you can. I said, I said it before we found out that he was saying all that racist, sexist shit. So I mean, my my opinions of John Gruden haven't changed as a football coach. I mean, I always thought he was a terrible football coach, or at least an overrated football coach. Now I just know, you know, he probably says nigga and and bitch and hoe a few times. You know what I'm saying? Now, I mean, you know, like now, now I just know his personal <laughs> life matches what I feel about him. You know, professionally. Do we even need to have a show? We could just let Moby go <laughs> off, man. This oh, has been God. good, man. I mean, but like I said before, I just I didn't necessarily appreciate how they treated him. But and I'm I not... think a lot of it had to do with his brother too. I mean, because I think his brother gets a bad rep. 
you know, based on how his career went with the Texans when he was pretty much getting assaulted every Sunday. Well, that's what I was saying. He got beat up the whole time. <laughs> and then he went to the Giants as a backup. And I'm like, that's not... I just, like I said, man, I just thought it was unfair because he, this dude was a broken leg away from MVP or at least coming in second place or third place. And then after that, the team as a whole sucked. And it was just like, so everything that's happened after the fact that should be a GM's fault is his fault. I'm not saying he make any bad plays. I'm not saying any of that, but I just didn't understand how you go from MVP candidate to you're going to be traded. You ain't nothing. I don't get that. And so I had to ask you because I feel like you can probably, I feel like you're probably a better evaluation of talent. And after I saw what I saw every, and that's every game up until Thursday, I, I just like I shook my head. I don't even really get what people are talking about. This dude is all world. I'm like, what? What? What else do you want? I I have never said anything negative about Carr. I mean, I mean, I know you have, so I figured you give me. I've always felt like he just didn't have no weapons, and I still feel like that. I still feel like he's out there with mediocre weapons at best. Well, I tell you Look, what, looking if, great. If Darren Waller didn't come back from, if that knee injury is bad, he's in trouble. Oakland's That's the trouble. only thing Gruden has ever done well. And you know what? That that probably was some borderline racist shit too, because Gruden signed Darren Waller because he saw him on the Ravens practice squad and was like, "That's the most physically impressive looking guy he's ever seen. I want to give that guy a chance." So basically, you know, he was slave trading. Oh man, it is so complicated with that dude. Oh my god, but you're not wrong. You're not wrong, and he can't prove it. He can't prove it either because once you. Once you're a racist, man, every time you say something about black people, just saying, just saying. So one good thing did come out of that, other than Gruden getting fired. Uh, two weeks later, they got rid of Peterman. So it wasn't two weeks later, Ruben. Your time is off. They 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 um, released Peterman two days after. My bad. Gruden, I had my Gruden. two wrong. They they couldn't I had wait. My two wrong. They couldn't wait. They was like, yo, get this. Get this terrible quarterback. Get this get this prime example of white privilege off of our roster. <laughs> oh man. Wow. Nathan Peterman's probably a great guy too. He just was an awful NFL quarterback. And that ain't saying nothing, man. There's a lot of people who can't play NFL quarterback. Not Disney. He was a high college quarterback. Probably the worst NFL quarterback ever. Ever. That's a big word. I mean, statistic- I mean, really statistically. Bad. Wow. It is. So, wow, man. This show is starting off with some craziness. Like, this board over here is, is real interesting, I will say. Because, first of all, the show, the show starts at 9 o'clock. <laughs> How Ruben run the show where he late. <laughs> and, and we went on at 9 o'clock. Maybe your maybe your stuff is wrong. Number one, number two, <laughs> Ruben ain't hating on nobody. I was just wondering why the background changed from some darkness to a whole bunch of bright lights in the background. I was just questioning about that. Why are these that. people coming for you, man? I don't know, man. And then furthermore, <laughs> and furthermore, Moco Cowboy, you need to get your clock straight too because. I don't know why you jumping on the dude whose CPT time started like an hour and a half late. His CPT is worse than real CPT. So I think y'all need to get together because (laughs) we started at 9 o'clock on the dot. Now, just because your computer 
does it cut on? It takes 20 minutes to cut on and connect to, twi- to, to Twitch. That is on you. That ain't on me, buddy. So I need for you to get yourself together. It is not hater raid, Dre. It's man, telling you, the truth. You just take the bait with the best of them. Man. I do. God damn. <laughs> haters, man. Haters. The hater raid is strong in this one. I mean, I'll still watch <laughs> God. Jesus, man. I'm up here. I'm having a nice day. It was, and furthermore, I had a great Thanksgiving because you know what? The Cowboys lost. Thank you, Raiders. So wait, I had a wait, great wait, Thanksgiving. So your Thanksgiving was dictated based on if a team that you don't like lost? Yes. No, it just helped. The food was good, too. <laughs> but, that, but, that, but that was what you led with, though. Like, you led with that. That was your front page. Your front because, page was it had nothing to do with family, nothing to do with food. It was the Cowboys lost. Well, because I assume everybody understand that Thanksgiving and food. I mean, if the food was terrible, I would have came out and said, "Well, the food was bad, but the Cowboys made my night better." But that I, I'm truth. actually not sure that you would have said that. I think you would have been I, like, nah, "The Cowboys I, I lost, that. so it was all right. Too bad the food sucked." Nah, nah, because I'd have made it worse. Nah, the food was great. Everything was awesome. <laughs> so, the cow- so, so, wait a minute. So, the Cowboys winning would have messed your Thanksgiving up? It, it wouldn't have messed it up. It would just been like, man, these suckers lost again. I mean, suckers won. Who cares? But, you know, just the fact that I had to hear about, you know, I almost had to hear about how the Cowboys rule Thanksgiving. Yeah, y'all rule sucking on Thanksgiving. So, I mean, hey, that's what it is, bro. But we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> and furthermore, I mean... <laughs> I need Christmas lights in the background. No, I don't. You need something. You're you're a Grinch, man. You're just a freaking nah, Grinch. I mean, but man. we already know that. We already know that Christmas isn't like the greatest holiday that I love. So it's whatever. And furthermore, I don't drink red Kool Aid. I drink lemonade, sir. So get it together. Now, now that the peanut gallery is done, <laughs> let's start this show out proper. What What are you looking at, Moby? You got something to say? Start the show out proper. We like twelve minutes in. And, and- I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had to listen to y'all talk about the Raiders and and Cobb, you know, and what's his da- David Carr, which I didn't even I didn't even jump in da- there. David, not whatever, whichever car it is. I mean, I don't know which one. Dad, David, Booty, I don't know. But we hey, talked about man. that, and that's so cool. I mean, you twelve minutes late, Mogul Cowboy, because it is what it is. But I'm not dealing with you right now. So. Now I'm, I'm not dealing with you right now. After I right. after I've responded to all of y'all's comments, exactly. I'm now done with now, that right now. now I'm gonna say I'm above this. I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot first. Then you know what? Self defense. <sighs> I mean, Kyle Rittenhouse got away with it. Why can't I? Well, that's a whole other podcast. So yeah. Just saying. You might want to move on from that one. I mean, I'm trying to. No, you're not. I'm really trying to. No, you're not. So, I mean, we got we got a crazy episode right now. So let's start with some crazy world stuff. You know, first of all, I'd like to thank AG for this article. Um, because this... this, <laughs> this, this <laughs> yo. Look, man. I've been, look, man. I've been, uh, oh my God. I was running around. I was running around. It's awesome. Meow. <laughs> I was weak, man. So first of all, <laughs> ah, man so like first the, the article is about a woman breastfeeding on a delta flight air, a delta airplane flight and it's like i mean you know 
everybody can go in their own personal opinions about how they feel about breastfeeding and all that in public. And that's what it is. But it's really not about the breastfeeding part until you realize that she's breastfeeding a cat. That's right. Meow. A cat. A meow. <laughs> not a kid. A meow. A feline. So the first question is, I didn't think you could have animals up in that compartment with you. Well, when the when the breed of the cat doesn't have hair and you have it swaddled, you might be able to get away with it. I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's right. That's right, KB Yako. Hey, John Floyd. Floyd. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I would like to quote, I would like to quote um, AG's wife and what she said about that. Please do. Come on, somebody that's say white, it. That, that's what white people shit. <laughs> I and mean, the reason why said. that's so funny is because she's white. She said it, and she's white, and she said it. I didn't have to say it, but I mean, she ain't wrong. Because first of all, like breast, some people feel differently about breastfeeding in public anyway. So that's one thing. And then, like on a flight, on a plane flight, I mean, that's another thing because it's not like you can't walk away from it. But then you found out it's a damn cat. I mean, what? I mean, come. First of all. First of all, we have a cat <laughs> that <laughs> we have a cat that drinks breast milk, human breast milk. Does well, anybody else see anything a problem with that? Well, I think the cat wasn't enjoy- wasn't enjoying any of this. I mean, the cat didn't stop. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, clearly that's not the first time they breastfeed. Absolutely She's not. Breastfeed her cat. Absolutely not. So just- clearly, the cat likes the milk. I'm just looking at Moby going, is this over yet? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Moby, come on, man. Speak on it, man. What, I mean, what, what am I supposed mean? to say? You I don't know. You can't say come something. behind that. Once you read the headline, there's no one that can come behind it. No one. Here's the thing. Like, I read the headline, but clearly my mind was like, breastfeeding on a plane. Somehow I completely forgot about the cat. Like, I didn't see the word cat. That's when I realized, like, my my mom was looking at I was like, why is this an article? Oh, she's breastfeeding on a plane. Yeah, that's kind of messed up, but I understand. You know, some people feel differently about that. But then I kept reading. I was like, what? And then I went back up and read. I was like, cat, oh. I feel like it'd be culturally irresponsible for me to comment on white people shit. So I just ain't got nothing to say. Like, I don't, I don't. Yo, well, did you just, did you just break out yes, a retractable yes, back scratcher? <laughs> How you gonna break out a retractable back scratcher and do that shit casual? Like, ain't nobody gonna comment on that. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? Because I want one. Look, man, let me say something about this. Before we Why get you back. pulling that out like it was some go-go gadget shit? <laughs> go-go gadget back scratcher. <laughs> this right here. My wife has given me many things. All of them good. This is the best thing she has ever given me with clothes on. I promise you. Whoa. <laughs> oh, God. With clothes on. Yes, sir. I, I, I like how you had to specify. Yeah, I had I mean, to, man, because I don't want people thinking that, yeah, my wife brings it. I'm just saying. This back scratcher, yo. Where'd she get it from? I don't, I'm, well, I I don't know. One. I mean, you can get them anywhere. Actually, she bought I mean, me, she bought me not, one for... That's the first time I've ever seen. You've never like seen a back scratcher or a retractable. Come on, Moby. Really? Have you seen that before? I mean, no, I don't think I've seen a retractable back scratcher. But I mean, I knew they existed. But 
I was just commenting on the fact that he pulled it out casually and used it hey, like he wasn't on camera. Like, it is whatever. Hey, it is what it is, babe. I had an itch. I, I thought the itch would go away, but it didn't. So, guess what? So, all right, let's go back to this article about the stupid cat. And basically, do we have to? We <laughs> we have to? I heard that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, what, what a, like, you, you, you're, you're just trying to beat this horse story to death again, man. Like, <laughs> it's a horse story. It, 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 it was a lady breastfeeding the cat. Shit's crazy. Next. All right, that's, that's pretty much it. Like, I don't know. I don't know how much more we can infer or elaborate upon this. Told you, well, so man. I really, just need, I just really need to say one more thing. Okay. So the airline's policy says Delta fully supports women's right to breastfeed on board Delta and Delta Connection aircraft and in Delta facilities. Breast pumps are allowed on board. That's what the policy says. I mean, but then the question is, does it mean that you can do that with a cat? No, oh, you didn't specify. Nobody, didn't specify. Nobody really specified. Hey, However, right. and you know these motherfuckers ain't trying to get on Peter bad side because she she's trying to save a cat life apparently. So <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to kiss. How are you saving a cat's life when you can just feed it food, man? Man, I don't know, man. I mean, she got the yo. Know, she got the life giving milk. Hey, man. As far as man, what, what the, as far as what the bylaws say. Lincoln Riley should be your lesson. If you don't ask the right thing, if you don't put the right thing in the law, well, there's a loophole there. If you don't put cats and dogs and animals, and you don't put human infants at a certain age, then you're opening yourself up. Just saying. Yeah. But on on a completely different note, which I found more interesting than actual story, it goes on and talks about how airlines ban so-called emotional support animals. Now, the difference between an emotional support animal and a trained service animal is that a trained service animal, you know, has like the whole, the garb on, like it's got clothes on and shit that say service animal. And they do things like if you're a diabetic and it can smell when your sugar gets too high or if you pass out, you know, or if you're blind, it helps you walk so you don't run into stuff, you know. However, there are these things called emotional support animals that people who can't, who have issues dealing with whatever's going on in their life, they have a little animal, you know, whether it's a cat or a little puppy or whatever. And so airlines have banned that. Like, you can't take an emotional support animal on a plane. But if it's a service animal, you could take a service animal because. I mean, A, I guess they say you need that kind of to, to do things. Whereas they're saying, like, you don't need a most support animal to fly. Even though probably some people do. But I just, I found that to be interesting. But, you know, of course, some people found, describe the band as barbaric. And I'm just like, I think if, if you're flying, if you have a most support animal and you're flying, you probably shouldn't be flying. You should just drive wherever you gotta go. But that's just my personal opinion. I don't know. But it goes back to the point where it's why the cat was up there with the with the woman, which they never explain. So Yeah. Breastfeeding cats. Alright, keep moving. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we bring up the crazy. Also, a good thing, um, Fairfield University. Hey man. School's cheap, $500 a semester. They had a state grant 
the state gave them money, $146 million. Um, and basically, it applies to all the tuition. So basically, if you live in the state of North Carolina you're, and you go to Fayetteville State, you will pay $500 per semester. And if you um, live out of the state, then it's only $2,500 a semester, which still is awesome, you know. So I think for once that I can honestly say that North Carolina is doing something positive for education, you know, because I, I think that's kind of cool that basically you've just basically made it as affordable other than free to go get an education, whether you live in North Carolina or not. And I think that's an awesome thing. Um, gentlemen, any comments? Well, actually, the first time I heard about this was uh, Elizabeth City State did this uh, about mm-hmm. five years ago. They started this whole thing. I think an article mentioned something uh, about that. And at first, I was sitting there going, man, that's cheaper than community college. It's just, I just was wondering if it was legit. And sure enough, the next semester. So, yeah, yeah. if you are a resident of North Carolina um, and you live near these colleges or whatever, you can commute or whatever. Because I don't think that price includes like housing, does it? I think it's no, just tuition, it's just, right? it's just going to school. Right, that's what I thought. But if you live near any one of those and you just want to get, you know, an education, you want to get that paper, then, yeah, it's a good thing. I don't know if it will last. I know it'll work, but, you know. Get it while you can, well, bro. Yeah, because we don't know if this is going to last because a whole lot of black and brown people getting affordable education, people are going to come bring that to a halt. So we'll see. But Moby. I mean, what AG said, like, take advantage of it. And, and the cool thing is you don't have to be black and brown to do it. So, I, you know, I think that's a good thing. It's a, that is a good um, push, you know, for education as a whole. You know, hopefully other states will will do the same uh, with, their, with their money and stuff like that. And then they said that $63 million will go to a new college of education building. 40 mil will be used to build a new residence hall and another 10 mil will go toward a parking deck, a new parking deck. So that's awesome. Um, Last week, LeBron, who got suspended on Monday, let me see, got suspended on Sunday, missed Tuesday, came back on Thursday, I believe, Wednesday, Wednesday. And he played. And so he got a couple tossed out of a game. Because he said they said something, you know, they crossed the line, basically. Um, now, he didn't say what they said. However, from a people around the people who got kicked out, he they apparently said some things about his child. Basically saying, like, I wish Bronny would die or get hit by a bus or some craziness like that. And I guess they are trying to say that as he was shooting. So, or maybe shoot a free throw or something like that. So it really just messed up, um, you know, his focus. But he got him kicked out the game, man. AG, what do you think? Well, I think um, as much as the audience has a right to apparently nowadays do do and say anything they want to do and say, because they paid for their ticket to do so, I think some players, coaches, teams organization should have the power to say well you can do anything you want to do and so and i can respond 
and that's what I'm going to do. And uh, you have a nice night, and your season passes are revoked if that if if they want to do that. So again, it's kind of what my you know ethos is on this show. A lot of times, people act like they can be nasty and hateful, and no one gets to respond. That's a very stupid way to be, because of course somebody can respond. Now, if somebody kills you, I don't agree with killing you, but I kind of understand. You say something to somebody or you shoot somebody and then you mad because they shot back? Oh, that's awful. Come on, y'all. You do better than that. So if you said something about somebody's child dying and they called you out and this player has the has the power, because I don't, know, I don't know if every player has the power to do that. But if this particular player has the power enough to get you kicked out and maybe have your season passes revoked, then sounds fair to me. You got to say whatever you wanted to say, and he got to respond. Now, a lot of people are like, LeBron is a punk. Why you let that stuff get under your skin? And the and the lady leaving was like giving the, you know, the whiny thing as he as she was leaving. And I'm like, okay. But to take away any power that the player, the organization has to respond to stuff like that, I just think that's naive and just like self-centered. Because, man, it's like when you do stuff, expect someone to respond, whatever that response might be, right or wrong, because you're the one that started this. Now, she was down, down in, you know, that couple was there watching the game out of their business with the standard yay, boo, whatever. Then we ain't even talk about this. But she felt like, you know, that couple felt like they wanted to be extra. So LeBron was extra. I don't see the problem. Yeah, and it was in it was it wasn't in LA, it was in Indiana. Right, I know where it was, which makes me and, feel like yeah, I have my feelings about it, Indiana. And here's here's the thing, you know, it, clearly she did it, not just because of her face, but the dude who was with her was pointing at her. He was like, uh-uh, it's her. He was like, man, I want no parts of this. I'm just with her. Which I mean, if you together, then you need to start reconsidering some thought processes. But if you choose. But yeah, man, I mean, clearly it was her punk ass, you know, and then she made the little, oh, you can't handle a joke face. And it's like, I mean, if you said somebody, somebody's kid dying, yo, I mean, it's time for you to kick rocks. Well, like that, I said, that, as long that's as, my opinion. As long as she got her money's worth by being able to say that. I feel I mean, like, you know, I feel like LeBron, you know, hey, I'm LeBron James. I have the power to do some stuff. A lot of players don't that find themselves in the same situation so you have a nice day you can call LeBron anything you want to but some things people say man it's like yo you, you gotta go some things you do it's like yo you gotta go I'm not I'm not a proponent of the capital of capital punishment but some things people do it's like okay somebody flip that switch clackety clack I mean I wouldn't have done it but I ain't mad either so it's just like some things you do understand that somebody gonna respond that's all. Isn't if they don't respond, then okay. But just understand, somebody gonna respond one day. No, I mean, I, I think I think fans for a long time have got a bit out of line and out of pocket with some of the the stuff they say. And you can say what you want. I hate that whole, you know, I pay for my ticket. I can say whatever I want because that's not how shit works, man. You pay for your ticket, so sit your ass down and enjoy the show. You paid to see him, not the other way around. You don't have to take your shit. And you're right, LeBron LeBron has a little bit of power that other people don't have. So 
maybe other people wouldn't have been able to flex like this, but he can. So I ain't mad at him for doing it. I mean, I'm, he stopped the game. It was like, yo, I need these people out of here. You know, he talked to a couple people and they was just like, all right, it's time for y'all to go. I was like, dang, it's like that. Go ahead, LeBron. I mean. And really, the but, real the real flexing is, like you said, the real flexing, uh, like you said, Ruben, the real flexing is he did this and he wasn't in L.A. Yeah. He did this in somebody else's spot. Yep. So, and, he, and, the, and the cool thing about it, the most about it was he didn't even say what they say. Like, he would not even give their their words like a presence out of his mouth and i thought that was i thought that was kind of kind of dope i mean because he never said why they why he got him kicked out you know other people was like well yeah he, they said this and this and like i said the dude that was with her if you watch it as she's making her little punk ass side face sad face oh you can't handle a joke whatever he's like Yo, it was her. That shit on me. Don't do that. Don't put this on me. You know. So, I mean, and I mean, you know what? He got fined fifteen thousand dollars for making a gesture, but you know what? He can afford it. It ain't right, but he can afford it. I mean, I guess he knew once he did that he was getting he was getting fined. Was it right? No, but he knew he was getting fined. You know, she said she said she didn't think she was get put up out the paint. And she did. Well, it's what it is, you know. It's what it is. And the last uh, topic I want to talk about today is uh, a black student athlete transferred out of a New York City prep school to public school. <laughs> so he plays baseball at the prep school, and apparently he's already got a scholarship. He's 16. He's got a scholarship. He's good to go. And the assistant AD, uh, Dre, I love this one. Uh, the assistant AD asked him about, you know, question about decision on why he wanted to do track and field as well as baseball. And he was just like, yeah, he's like, why? The dude came asked why he was doing track. And he was like, well, it never hurts to gain speed. And then the administrator replied, oh, you gained that speed for running by, running from the police. And I was like, wow. Really? That's what we're doing? I mean, and the kid was like, well, I got my scholarship to college. I don't really need to be here. I'm out this month. <laughs> and he, and him and his mom transferred him out. So, you know, first of all, I'd like to say, yo, big up on that, brother, man. Because I think a lot of, a lot of people feel like they had well it's not it's true they some people feel like they have power when they or they abuse their power i'll put it like that they abuse their power and just because they can they think they can do and say they want there's no repercussions well for that guy there probably is gonna be some repercussions but you know for that kid they ain't you know his repercussions are like bro i'm going to college i'm gonna do my four and I might play baseball for my career. And, you know, I don't need this stupid prep school anymore because I'm good to go. I'm out. Whereas a lot of people that they, he probably said some dumb stuff like that to probably couldn't do that. So I appreciate that dude knowing his power and used his power and got himself out of a situation where, you know what, I don't need to be here anymore. Thanks. I'm out. Um. So, yeah. 
as far as that assistant AD, um, he did resign. AKA, we either go to fire you or you can resign. Because I can't imagine it going any other way than that. So they let him resign, which I think is a whole bunch of BS, but he'll have another job in a year somewhere else. Yeah, you know. So yeah, Moby, you you're the, I mean, you you're the sports guy in here. You know, you play sports and stuff like that. So like how would you feel if somebody of some adult of power came and said some crazy shit like that to you? Um, when I was that age, I probably wouldn't have handled it as responsibly as he did. But um yeah, I mean that shit happens everywhere. That that that's not just in high school, it happens at college too, which is why all these transfer rules have some of these old coaches all up in arms because they can't say and flex on kids like that no more because people can leave. And I mean, I appreciate the fact that, you know, this student and his mom left. And I mean, even the story said that, you know, this wasn't the first time that somebody they had said something that he had to go to him before. So I mean, you know, it, this wasn't a knee-jerk reaction. You know, this this was, you know, a kid being smart enough to be like, I don't need this and I'm out. There's nothing this school is doing for me. I mean, I know, unfortunately, in certain areas to get a quality education, people feel the need to send their kids to privatized schools. Well, I mean, this privatized school wasn't doing anything for him anymore. He's already got a college scholarship. He's he's good. So there's no reason for him to sit in this school and feel uncomfortable when the people who are supposed to be, you know, the adults that are trying to help him mature into a a young man are expressing that, you know, this is how they feel about people of color. I mean, why be there? Yeah. Yeah. AG. No, I got nothing else to say besides what I just said about LeBron James. You people say stuff and they, they're used to not being responded to and i'm telling you you can keep playing with people you want to they're gonna respond and don't be mad now he went all the way out of his way to say that he asked a question a legit question the kid gave him a legit answer and and it's something that athletes have been doing forever i'm gonna run track to get that speed or keep my speed because I play football or baseball or something else. And then he going to come back with, oh, you know, you got this you got this speed from running from the police? Yeah, police. I'm like, really? Not you the went, cops, but the police. The police. So you felt like you had to go deep. I mean, dig, not really dig deep because that was on the surface to start with. But you you felt like you had to say something that wasn't necessary for you to say. It didn't have anything to do with anything to make this man less than. Okay. Well, at least try. Well, well, yeah. I mean, in his mind, he probably did. But it's just like, really, man? So, like like Moby said, the kid already had... He, he already locked in for four years. His future for the next six years or five years is secure. And it's just like, you, you really had to do that? But that's what we're doing. What I'm saying to you is people are allowed to respond. They are. And when they do, don't get your feelings hurt. Just like this happened in Congress. The GI squad. I'm like, y'all, you run around saying that in speeches? Yes. 
one day somebody going to respond. Don't get your feelings hurt. That's all I'm saying about it. This is the same situation. So that's what I got for that. All right. All right. So that's that's enough of crazy world today. Because trust me, I'm pretty sure we got some more crazy stuff to talk about before this show is over. <laughs> but let's go to Surprise and Shine. Yeah, man. Um, this is going to be really short. But, uh, and I don't know if we're going to talk about it, but we did throw around the whole uh, Winsome Sears thing. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Oh, we are? Okay, that's good. Um, I just want people to understand, if you don't know what it is and you still feel gaslit, whistleblowing, no, or dog whistling, I'm sorry, it's not whistleblowing. Dog whistling is a real thing. Let me explain what dog whistling is, if you don't know. First of all, physically and by item, a dog whistle is a whistle that doesn't make any noise because the frequency is past 20,000 kilohertz. We can't hear past that, but dogs can. So when you blow it and dogs come and don't nobody else hear it, you already know what's up. Dog whistling, in a, in a virtual sense, political sense, racial sense especially, it's when somebody says something that only a certain group or they think only a certain group will understand. So they can say something foul without being foul. And the thing that I that the thing that I want to bring up, and there's many dog whistles out there, but the same the thing I want to bring up that irritates me the most is let's move on. Now Winston Sears said this, and I had to shake my head extra because black people saying let's move on about black racial issues is crazy, but it gets said a lot. Condoleezza Rice just said it a month ago, two a month or six weeks ago. But somebody saying move on usually means that they don't want to deal with the crap that they've been dishing out. They tired of hearing about it. So they just like, why don't you just get over it? Let's move on. Well, you know, you can't really move on from something when I can say you did it yesterday. When I say when I say you can you just did it an hour ago. Open wounds. But the physics of it says open wounds can't heal if they keep staying open. So that's gaslight number one. You can't, you can't, what I'm trying to tell you in in total is when somebody tells you, why can't we move on? Especially when it's talking about race, because it happens in all sorts of ways in all, in all facets of life. They don't want to deal with the racism and the hurt that it's caused. And now the expression of that hurt because they want to stay comfortable. They want the world to stay the way it is or even go back to the way it was when it was really bad for black folks, for brown people, for yellow people, for red people, people of color, however you want to put it. That is their way of not only gaslighting you, that is also their way of speaking to their their base, that 47%, that 48%, 49% of the people that that voted for Trump on a second time or a first time. That is their way of speaking to them in code without being shrouded with the racism thing. Just want you to recognize the fact that you are being gaslit. They are not talking to you. They are talking to someone else. But just so you're aware, so you can hear past 20,000 kilohertz. They think you can't. A lot of people can, but there are some people out there that can't. I'm just letting you know that frequency is available to you now. When you hear it, you're not crazy. This is happening to you. 
in a very sort of kind of maybe covert way. So just so you know, people are trying to get you on the QT in plain sight. So that's all I want to say about that. All right. Oh, another rise and shine. My brother, AG, teach us some stuff we need to know. Like give a shout out to Cousin CB in the house. What's CB? Watching the show. Oh, oh he's oh, watching oh. on Facebook. What's up, CB? I thought he, he said left happy holidays. Happy holidays. No, he said bro. happy holidays. You know, so shout out to shout out to him. Um, so man, I mean, and we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later in another segment. So let's go ahead to the the critically acclaimed segment that everybody knows and loves. <laughs> because, Come on, Moby. Come on, man. I mean, you know, it's it's time to go foreign affairs. With Moby. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That was that wasn't on the um, agenda. It really it wasn't. Was. No, it, it wasn't. wasn't. I thought he. I thought he, <laughs> he doesn't. You know what? You know what? I want to do. I want to do. You want me? Let me do it. Damn, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I, I got. I got it. I'm just. I was just fucking with you, but I know it's, you didn't put it on. You didn't agenda. put it on. Oh, there. that's my. That is my bus. I mean, this stuff writes itself, though, man. I like, know. That's why. Because actually, after Moby's done, there is one that, that I forgot to send you that we gotta oh, talk man. about, man. Oh my god! All right. Well, well, we're going to do a surprise um, foreign affairs by Moby because I guess I didn't do something right. I mean, nah, it's all good, man. Like, Off for the course. This stuff writes itself, man. So uh, let me let me um, see, if I can, <laughs> see, if I, see if I can get something for y'all real quick. Well, if you want, go ahead, AG. With oh, no, I already got it. I'm just sending it oh. to you. Oh, you sent it to me. I, I didn't send it, oh, I didn't yeah, send it, it to y'all. There it is. Oh, I mean, so I'm um, not gonna look at that. I'm up. Yeah, oh U.S. US <laughs> stops at Georgia, um, and I'm doing my part to try to make sure that you are aware that we need to do a better job keeping our border safe at Georgia. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, no, no matter how many times we hear that, it's, it's always funny. funny. <laughs> so, you get those shirts um, made, man. Here is the headline: A Milton man attacks another man after being caught humping the dog. I'm pregnant, Paul. I just, I just wanted that to sit there. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to sit there. I, for I a can't, second. I, I like, can't unsee that in my mind, I, man. I just wanted y'all to marinate that. That, that was the headline. So, in Santa Rosa County, Florida, a Milton man was arrested, um, and charged with aggravated assault with a weapon and damaging property. The man confronted Miller about humping their dog. And after accusing the man of humping their dog, Miller began to punch the victim in the head and the upper body. When the man found out that they had called the authorities, he began to destroy items in the garage and continued to assault the man. I don't really want to say none of them. I'm just saying, if you question why I'm saying we got to keep the people in Florida there, <laughs> that's why I say you can go visit, but you got to keep the people there. So, so, there's really nothing else to this story. The dude, the dude was humping the dog, and then got upset with the dog's owner for accusing him of humping the dog. But he got caught humping the dog, though. How can you be accused if the dude looking right at you? And, and then, and then I wonder: Did the man go into the shaggy defense? Did he say it wasn't, it wasn't me at first? Hey <laughs> <laughs> man, that could that could have been anybody having sex with your sexy ass dog. 
Oh my, oh, my god. god. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Ooh. Oh man, y'all got me crying tonight. Oh man. So so once again, man, we gotta keep our border safe, man. So and, and then and then so so that's the lighthearted one. Oh, and, that's and lighthearted? That's the that's the lighthearted one because you know, I know you go, oh, hey, that's 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 not a serious enough thing to keep the people in Florida. Getting well, caught humping a dog. Come on, man. I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, but if you like Ruben, Ruben's like F that dog. I don't like dogs no how. <laughs> so so I'm 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 gonna go with a different story, you know, just 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 to double down oh my God. On, on my reason why you gotta keep it there. So a Florida man has been charged with one. Hold up, 000... hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Did you just say Florida man? Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, a Florida means, man story. That that means it's already over. Exactly. Florida, I mean, every <laughs> Florida man, Florida woman. Yeah. Yeah. If the story starts like that, you already know it's gonna be some outlandish, you know, other country type shit. Dre <laughs> from VA Pet Magazine Beauty of the Week. <laughs> Turn to page forty-three. Once again, man, U.S. U.S. Stop the joke. <laughs> okay, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. So, so Florida man was charged with 1,200 counts of sexual assault and incest with a minor. 1,000? So, 1,200. Man, dude, oh, I'm sorry. Dude I didn't mean to forget work. the 200. My bad. Yeah, so um, Robert Coda. Um, of Pensacola was charged with 600 counts of sexual assault on a victim between the ages of 12 and 18 and 600 counts of incest that allegedly took place over the last six years. Now, I know trying to make funny of a story about sexual assault of a minor and incest is a real, real big leap here. But I just thought it was funny that he was turned in by a priest after their history with kids ironic <laughs> if i were catholic so, i'd be like touche so, so this is how bad it is in that country of florida <laughs> the priests are turning in the child molesters because they making them look bad oh my god <laughs> <I can't>. oh, my. <laughs> oh god oh i can't do it anymore oh. <laughs> I quit. Oh, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, so Ooh. you know, I'm not trying to make light of a victim because look, there's a, there's a victim here of sexual assault and incest because apparently he's related to this person. Which yeah, 1,200 times is a lot. Yeah, and they didn't really go into details, which I'm glad, you know. I, but but I just thought it was ironic that he was turned in by the priest, the one I, I, heterosexual priest. I mean. <sighs> I don't even know what to say. I can't list the irony right now. S- score, score one for the Catholic Church. Hey, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and so, so then how you have to think was was this priest jealous? Wow! How did the, how did the priest find out? <laughs> Bro, they, I mean, look, man, I, I didn't write the story. If I it's just, con- you know- well, I would say if it's confession and he confessed to some of this, that's not protected under confession. No, it's not. So that that could have been what problem is. What technically is not. Yeah, it's murder and stuff like this. They don't they they can't protect you under that. So 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 I mean you know I I don't know why the priest turned him in. Glad he did, but then I'm wondering did did he confess after the twelve hundredth time, or like was this the twelve hundredth time the priest had heard it and he was like, look man, 
I'm tired of hearing about your sexual escapades. You know, I ain't over here getting none. Why you want to come wagging? Wow. You know what? Oh, I my got goodness. You. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> What's wrong, man? You know, he took it somewhere I never thought it would go. But it was already there. No, but that second part, was I, I didn't even it, think it about was, that. Man, when you start. I didn't even think about the priest was jealous. That's why he turned him in because he's messed up his numbers. Well, he mad because he gets some and the other man that's messed up. But I don't know, man. May, I, so I, I, I want to say, you know, maybe this priest was just like, nah, man, this is not right. But I just think the irony is just, I mean, it's pretty you know, heavy. Catholic Church. The Catholic Church doesn't have the most pristine record with, you know, kids and sex. No, they do not. No, not even close. Rounders comes up. So just saying. Wow. Wow! All right. <laughs> I mean, th- I mean, uh, essentially, this is almost the equivalent of somebody in the Ku Klux Klan calling the police about a lynching. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> He's not wrong either. He's not wrong. He's not wrong, man. Nine one one. I like to report <laughs> a hate crime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I see these people drag this this Negro down the road. Oh no! I'm not one of them. No. No. Wow. All right. Yeah, man. So look, man, we got to keep these borders safe. Like I said, you can go to South Beach. You can go to Disney. You can go enjoy the beaches. Leave Florida in Florida. It's not part of this country. Do not be having no illegal border crossings. Illegal border U.S. stops at Georgia. Wow. And I guess and I guess part of Alabama, Mississippi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. All right. Thank you, Moby. Uh, before we go back to AG, a couple things. Um, the They don't say where the lady from the plane was from, KB Yako. They did say she was flying into Atlanta at the time that it happened. Um, it wasn't a connection from some place in the Northeast? It was a connection from, give me a second, from Syracuse, New York, and Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was a um, connection flight going to Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, I mean, that means she, she was going to go back to Florida. Home to Florida. Yeah, yeah, she's going back home to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> See, I already put that together. <laughs> I beat she's you going back it. home to Florida, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is the week of something. All right, Ag, you, you say you got something to top this, so go for it. Yeah, man, um, I can't take credit for this because the credit goes to my wife, the executive producer. But uh, she came up with this stuff because she was thinking about Moby, and she started laughing. I said, "What you laughing at?" This dude from Florida, and I started shaking my head instantly. And then she was like, "This dude thought he was um, he thought he was on he thought he was wanted by the FBI. No, the." Uh, the local authorities on drug charges and so the day before his wedding he left his bride at the altar completely ghosted his his other family his entire life just dropped it and this dude has been living elsewhere for the last 20 years he gets pulled over for something simple and before the cop could run his run his plate and id he broke down and admitted what he had done. And then the cop was like, dude, no one was looking for you. He was completely innocent. Completely innocent. He just pissed away 
20 years of his life just disenfranchised himself from his entire life had to start over had a kid with another woman got married to some other woman his his previous fiance was freaking devastated they thought he had died he faked his own death man did, did they get a note from congo huh did they get a note from congo? <laughs> that, that was good from the republic of congo yeah, no, right no that, no he was he was he was in florida what'd you say there well, he no, he wasn't, but he wasn't wanted for drug charge. He he, he was actually he was he was, he was slinging, but they didn't they weren't looking for him. I'm telling you, man. When I when I heard that, I was like, I have to tell him. Whew, what? That was crazy. So, <laughs> so this this illegal immigrant came over from Florida. Wow, and has been living in our country for 20 years illegally. By the way. Gonna build that wall. U.S. border. <laughs> we, we gotta get better, man. U.S. stops to Georgia, baby. And Moco Cowboy was his wife, Carol Baskins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Tiger King. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's too bad that Ruben can't qu- fully understand. Dude, I'm that, telling you. That joke. Oh, man. I mean, I've heard enough about her from y'all. Yeah, it's not the point, man. You, you, you've got you've got to engage upon that white trash that saved the nation, man. <laughs> I'll do. I'll see what I can do about that. Uh, like if, if you she, if you can watch the first episode of that and not be totally into it, more power to you. Because there's no way you can watch that first episode and not be fully invested to keep watching it. I would uh, agree. I would agree. Because as dumb uh, as I thought it was, I couldn't look away. That's usually how it works. Um, because how it you, works. I just kept thinking, none of this shit can be true. It is. It's all of it's absolutely I'm, true. I'm, I'm Googling it and shit like this. That shit can't be true. It is, though. Uh, Tell me, man, that lady got her arm bit off and she came back to work two days later. Came back to work. Talking about this <laughs> and, my, was, and was happy exactly. about it. She said, this is my only family. I don't it's have anything else. It's a flesh wound. Well, I mean, I will say to the dude that was, that was leading all this is in jail right now. He he has a type, and any predator slash um, pimp understands broken people, and everyone who worked for him was a broken person. So I'm just letting you know. I ain't gonna tell <sighs> no more. I, I ain't gonna tell it. no more. But you gotta watch All this. Right. Man. It's crazy. Yeah, look like I'm gonna have to. Ah, right, let me give another shout out on the Facebook man. My man David Clark. I haven't talked to that dude in years. Shout out to David Clark. David Clark cannot get enough of the Florida stuff, man. He is losing his mind. He is losing his mind on the Florida stuff. Ooh, like he's even you. saying, "quote It all stems from Florida." It really does. He is. He's got the there's the, a the whole laugh and website dedicated to it called Florida Man News, man. <laughs> it's a whole. It's a whole. It's a whole movement. I don't I don't do extensive research on this man. <laughs> he just goes to the website the first uh, thing that comes up. I, I'm just cherry picking. I'm just reading through the stories and figuring out which one's funniest to me. Uh so shout out shout out to David Clark, man. Uh shout out shout out to him and his family. They, I haven't heard from him in a, in a minute. Dre, we, in, we we import goods from Florida all the time. Um, just like we input goods from everywhere else. University I mean, of Miami import. I mean, so we, we, we the, all those all those athletes from Dade County, we import them in. I mean, <laughs> they got cards. 
<laughs> so, all right. Wow. I don't know how I'm going to top this, but it's going to be awesome. I'm going to definitely awesomely try. Man. It's not a competition. Yeah, Cause, but I'm Because Florida Man News wins. I got I know, the easiest right? segment. Yeah. I got the easiest segment. <laughs> all right. So, we last week we did have an F that guy. But we got to F those people this week. Because it's it's just time, man. And I feel some sort of way. And I'm just over it. To, I think a couple days ago, I officially broke down mentally. And I'm just done. I'm done with politicians. Like, I just, it, it annoys me to no end how they will say the most low-hanging fruit. And then just like, it's not even like, it's not even like they're trying to tell half the truth. They tell like most of the lies. Regardless, I mean, Democrat, Republican, however you choose, it doesn't matter, man. But yo, like, I watched this interview from on CNN with our soon-to-be um, Lieutenant Governor Winston Sears, man. It started out real good, you know. She's the first woman, first woman a, and black woman to be elected to any Virginia, you know, Commonwealth Virginia state office, you know, ever as far as one in three majors. Like, so there's a lot to personally celebrate, you would think. Um, and I said that for a reason. And it's just like, then she started talking. And she started talking about how she you know kids can grow up and see someone like her work hard and get what she i was like okay i'm rolling with this i'm rolling with this and then she started she kept talking she just shut up and it was just like it went from you being a possible role model to you like any any right wing lie that i could say I think I'll say it like right now and it's just like it, it just killed me it killed me to the point where I'm just like it's one thing if you do this on Virginia TV but yo man CNN is international man I, I need you to not be a complete international incident you know and she's like she said how she, they talked about the vaccine and she wouldn't say if she was vaccinated or not. Whatever. Okay. I'm not going to beat that dead horse. It is what it is. But then she's like, well, I don't want to force people to get the vaccine, you know, because those who have received the COVID shouldn't really have to take the vaccine. And I'm like, what? Okay. That's not what science says, but okay. And then she talks more about you know just well I don't want to force people to wear masks and stuff and I'm just like you know and I'm just like and then when she does talk when they do ask about her vaccination she uses the statement well if I tell you that then you want to know about my DNA man nobody gives a crap about your DNA like what you from Jamaica like you told us that I don't need to know your XY chromosome stuff I don't care about that 
I mean, but apparently she feels like other people care about that. They call it a slippery slope. That's that's what they call it. It's I mean, yeah, or, or just stupid. Um, but then the the part that really got me was oh, I wrote it down. I need to make sure I I read this correctly because it's just like oh when she said well she said something to the fact whereas she didn't understand why um they were saying that the covid vaccine was supposed to stop you from getting covid nobody's ever said that vaccines don't stop you from getting stuff vaccines make it so if you do get it you don't end up in the hospital you don't be dying and stuff and i'm just like bro like why are you even why are you even force feeding this information on national television it's bad enough that people can't tell if virginia is either in the south or in the north and they just think we have an identity crisis but then you gotta get up here acting dumb and just like saying all like the the most stupid stuff and then i like the fact where you know of course everybody takes a shot at biden you know they call him brandon or something i don't know it's it's all dumb um and then what i don't understand is the biggest thing i don't understand is nobody want nobody wants to take the vaccine hey whose regime was the vaccine created under what president that would be president that would be president trump yet they don't trust the vaccine so that doesn't make any sense to me hey you know biden did not biden's people did not create the vaccine if you need to do it people but it doesn't make sense for you it doesn't make sense for you to keep saying that I don't trust the vaccine. I don't trust the vaccine. Yet, you're, you know, you're you're a big proponent of Donald Trump. And the biggest thing he was talking about was, I want to make sure I get credit for it. I want to make sure I get credit for it. How about you give him credit for it? You just take the vaccine. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And just for her to get up there for like 15 minutes and talk about all this other stuff, including, including critical race theory, which I'm pretty sure Mo B is going to touch on, you know, because we've been talking about that quite a bit lately. And it's just like, <sighs> I felt like she was on, she went on CNN and made us look however we, people think we're supposed to look, which is not positive. And I just feel like when it's all said and done, it makes me realize why I didn't vote for her. That's why I said it. And it's just, I'm just sick of, I'm just sick of people lying to us. Just tell us the truth, and let us make our own decisions. But don't lie to us and, and make your lies truthful. Like that doesn't make sense because all you're doing is confusing those who won't take the time to find out for themselves or educate themselves, or maybe just don't want to know or don't want to educate themselves. And I'm just like, that's not fair to them. And then you out here, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, like Geraldo said, you out here telling these people who are not vaccinated to fight to not be vaccinated or fight for not to be forced. Yep. You're working. And in order for you to work, you got to take, you got to get stabbed. So it's like, I mean, I, it don't make any sense to me. So, yo, Winston Sears, 
I mean, you're the F that guy. And any other politician who comes out and starts t- saying lies, which is mostly all of you, <laughs> on both sides, then all of y'all just, just F all y'all because I'm just sick of the American people just getting killed believing something that's not true. And all because somebody wants to hold whatever office they want to hold. And when it's all said and done, she vaccinated. She is vaccinated. She's got to be vaccinated. Because she is running around here with no mask on like she like one of us. And if she's not vaccinated, then poo-poo for her because you're messing up. You're messing up for everybody. So... F, F her, F any other politicians. And if somebody got something to say about it, you know, they know where they can find me. Comments. You said it. Nothing else to say. All right. Yeah. Nobody right. got anything to say? No? I mean, you can say a lot, but it's just like there's nothing else to, new to say. I mean, you said everything that you needed to say about her. The CNN, the CNN interview, just let me know that she is true to her word. So, yeah, there's not a lot to say there. And, and you know what I'll say about that interview? A lot of if you don't know, like Sears was interviewed by what's her name, Dana Bush on yeah. CNN. And all right, CNN it has become has slowly started to actually become part of the problem. And it's not necessarily because they're doing anything wrong. It's because these logical, smart people can't turn off their emotion when they're interviewing these people. So they come off as emotional race baiters instead of just throwing out facts. Because to to interview somebody and have her spewing out some of the falsehoods that she was saying and not pushing back with facts was was even more annoying to hear than to actually listen to her say the inconsistencies and she did a couple times though i will and i'll give her credit for that i mean but but she should have did a lot more no No, what she came back with was what she said yeah exactly she came back with emotional responses reacting to what she had said as opposed to calling out what she had said. Like when when she's talking about McAuliffe pushed for CRT to be put in schools in 2015. Yeah, if CRT doesn't stand for critical race theory because he was proposing that we had culturally responsible teaching, something different than critical race theory. Same acronym though, so shit, I guess you can use it. You know, at the beginning of it, she said we've elected two black presidents. I don't know where the second one came from. I mean, I guess she said Obama twice, but yeah, or maybe she's considering Kamala because she's an assistant. I'm a vice president. Like, uh, not the same thing. No. Um, what else? I mean, she 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 pointed out so many of the 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 usual the usually Republican check marks. Yeah, she says. If we're going to teach the Tulsa stuff, we need to teach the entire story. Like, what were these black people doing to become so successful and financially prosperous, which translated to 
how did all these uppity niggas get the money in the first place? That's the real problem. Not wrong. B- because, because, so how, look, it's very easy to explain how the people in Tulsa were doing good for themselves because after everything was still segregated, because it still was segregated in Tulsa, the black dollar was staying in the black community, which meant the black community had a class system no different than the rest of america there was a lower class black person in tulsa a middle class black and an upper class they had their own banks that's because the dollar was circulating and you know why tulsa burned that shit down because when you burned it down now the black community no longer had a community to keep funding so now all of that money was gone from the community so tulsa did exactly what they wanted it to do so I don't understand what the whole point is saying. We need to talk about all the history because we talk about all the history of Tulsa. It's going to make it even fucking worse. But sure, let's talk about all the history. Like critical race theory is not something that people are trying to do to make white people feel guilty. Like that is lazy. And that is fear mongering. Critical race theory is no different than a, I'm just probably going to be a bad analogy, but it's the only one I can think of. Critical race theory is like the analytics of history. Analytics in basketball tell a story. It doesn't tell the whole damn story. Like, analytically speaking, Caruso is a better Laker than Westbrook. He has better plus minus. No, but none of us are going to say Westbrook is a Caruso is a better player than Westbrook. You know why? Because we have the whole picture, not just analytics. Critical race theory is just showing how there have been implements there's institutional racism in the systems that have been set forth. It doesn't mean that all white people are racist. There's no part of critical race theory that says all white people are bad. It's just saying that these are systems, whether white people are racist or not, that they have privilege upon. That's it. If you don't want to believe in analytics, fine. Analytics are numbers. Critical race theory in many ways is numbers. You can generally dictate a kid's future based on his his race and his zip code those are numbers that's not me saying white people are bad and if you feel like critical race theory makes your whiteness evil i'm sorry your whiteness is so fragile and 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 if you need to put this figurehead cooning ass lieutenant governor that we have out in front to say exactly (laughs) what you feel then i'm glad y'all did y'all's job and y'all elected this cooning ass chick and and, i don't know her she might actually believe the stuff she says but you know what it's some cooning ass shit and i'm glad y'all got your figurehead but but don't you think for a second that you're gonna put her out there and all of a sudden you're gonna change the black people's mind and black people and and woke people stop trying to convince these racist people or these people who are okay with racism that racism exists they don't want to hear it this idea of trying to unify america the shit's done we're divided and the more we try to unify it the more we're just sounding stupid on both sides i'm out here trying to convince some racist ass person that racism doesn't exist And this racist ass person is out here trying to find any black person to say whatever they want to say to convince me that I'm just a dumb black person and this black person gets it. It's stupid. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Politics are dumb. The end. Thank you for building the <laughs> intro for me. You always make my life so much easier than it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you twice because that is exactly it. And thank you for making the intro for me. That was amazing. 
Well, all right. I mean, clearly, yeah, man. I mean, Every, you hit it. We, they all they always have to have a Ben Carson, man. It's ben Carson's a template. Critical race theory is analytics, man. That's all it is. It's all it is. It's part of the story. Maybe I can hand clap. <laughs> I mean, but the, but here's the crazy part, right? The crazy part is what you just said, how you explained it. Honestly, anybody can understand that. But the problem is they would rather some people would rather listen to all the other words and non-simple things to be like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." When you don't understand. You made it as simple as possible. Well, it's also I also use the Lakers analogy with Caruso because look, let's be honest. The Lakers, there's a lot of white Lakers fans love Caruso. You know why? Because he was a white guy with a headband doing good things. And he's so, dunking. Yeah, and he's dunking. <laughs> so, 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 what they do is they look at the analytics, which say his plus minus on the floor was better than Westbrook's is right now. So now they have gone out on a stretch to say, "Oh, Caruso's a better player than Westbrook," which is no, that shit's stupid. <laughs> he's not. He might be a better team guy. He, he might be a better fit, but it's analytics. It's it's lazy. If you're just going to use analytics, it's lazy. If you're just going to use like your eyes, it's lazy. You have to use all of the things to tell the story. Critical race theory does not tell the whole story of black people's plight in this country. No, but you know what? Lie. This Eurocentric history where we try to make it seem like slavery was just, you know, some low class workers that white people brought over here from Africa, that shit ain't working either. <laughs> <laughs> I just could imagine us on NPR and just yeah, oh. that's funny. Oh man. Oh. Like this is wow. <laughs> how how do we not ever talk about this in this detail before? Did it did it take this? To just well, yeah, she said all the right. She out. said all the yeah. right things. She said all. I mean, we could have probably done it with um, with Condoleezza Rice. We could have probably done it with her. But I mean, but at she, least she wasn't so aggressive about it. I'll give her credit. She wasn't well, aggressive she, about but it. But again, she she never was. She never was. She was yeah. always subtle. But that is not today's no. Republican. It's not about that. It's about being right up in your face. Yeah. Peeling away your skin. This is right. I mean, I'm just saying, man. I mean, she said everything that she was supposed to say. She so, had her yo. checklist. She had her master's checklist. And she was like, yep, I insulted Biden. Uh, and she was just going straight down the checklist. Insulted Biden. Attacked critical race theory. Just kept going. I'm vaccinated, but I'm not going to tell nobody. You know. So, well, all right. And Moby... David Cart completely agrees with you, and you're the man, apparently. So, well, we already knew that first round. Pick. <laughs> you, you tell David Clark this dude is the franchise man. Okay. Keep telling him, man. He, he does say stop dissing Westbrook. I wasn't, wasn't dissing Westbrook. Westbrook. I, I know, I know. I know. I, I, I'm just saying, analytics hates Westbrook. If you ask any analytic person, analytics absolutely hate Russell Westbrook. Yeah, it does. It, his, he's like a negative ten or something. It's horrible. All right, so. Ooh, that's done. Got that off my chest. I feel good now. So, where where are we? I'm sorry. I've lost my... All right, my five this week. 
five holiday best holiday movies. Moby, <laughs> we're gonna start with Moby. <laughs> best holiday movies. I said holiday. So that means Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah and all that other stuff. I'm just I saying. Can't even you can think of, I can't even think of a Thanksgiving movie for real. What? I can't. I can't. I can't think of a Thanksgiving movie because even even if a movie had play, take place in Thanksgiving, I feel like it always somehow bleeds into Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so is that you? You need time? Oh no, easy. Die Hard. Thank you. Appreciate you. I know you. Whatever, man. I know you don't want it. We're not getting into it. We're not getting into it. It is Die Hard. Um, I'm I'm a classic guy. So like the original um, Grinch stole Christmas. I don't know why. I'm just kind of a sucker for it. Um, The original Frosty the Snowman one, where he's just. I, I don't know why that one just does it for me. I'm I'm such an old school guy with that man. Um, I don't like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I said it. I, uh. I don't. And you know why I don't? Because they don't use that man. Like if you look at all these other Christmas movies, Rudolph ain't never in none of the other ones. So Rudolph just showed off at this one Christmas. What you and mean? Then was like all right. What up? <laughs> what, 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 what you mean? He's not in the other ones. What what other movie you seen Rudolph uh, um, play prevalent roles in? Baby New Year movie, the the one. Uh... Nah, you never seen that <laughs> one. Nah, nah, dude, that's man. Happy New Year nah. with the ears, bro. He had to put the hey, hat on. Are you gonna tell? He says Frosty is is it a movie? It's a special man. I'm gonna let you handle that. F out of here, Dre. You, you know. What it is. <laughs> <laughs> F out of here, man. And Groundhog Day is not a Christmas but Whatever, man. Well, you said holiday, so it's not even a holiday movie. What Groundhog Day? We call it. That's not a holiday. Look, you didn't specify. That's not a holiday. Why? All right, some people might consider. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to tell people what to consider a holiday movie. I I do want to interject though. I did find a holiday movie. I mean, a Thanksgiving movie. I forgot all about planes, trains, and automobiles. Ah, that was a good movie. John Candy and Steve Martin. That was that was Thanksgiving. They were trying to get home Thanksgiving. So yeah, that was one. Oh and and okay, I'm sorry, I, I cut my list <laughs> off. So, um, <laughs> I, I hadn't even read that deep into the Rudolph thing, but um, well, that's what sure. I was saying about Happy New Year because all this happened with Happy New Year. Oh, uh, you got two more movie. Um, yeah, Home Alone mainly because my daughters like. Yo, they Have like. They seen so the new much. one? Did, did they see the new one yet? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, no. <laughs> i'm just saying it's not but my fifth one is a movie that you know people may not have seen because it's, it's for, i think it came out last year or two years ago i think it's on netflix it's called claws good movie who was in that you talking about the horror movie no 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 it's a movie called claws and basically they are creating the myth of how they're basically talking about how the myth of Santa Claus got created and they basically go through all it, it's it's really brilliantly done it, it it starts off like Claus was just a guy working with one postal worker and uh, and then it expanded like it, it's it's really well done just 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 take my word it's it's a good movie 
I recently saw it and I was like, damn, this is like one of the best movies I've seen about Christmas because it didn't try to sugarcoat it. It basically just was like, hey, this Santa myth is just a myth shit. And this is how it got created. All right. And my kids watched it and enjoyed it. And I was like, okay, so I guess y'all cool with um, Santa coming from the myth. Like, you know. (laughs) Uh, All right. AG. Well, I'm glad Mobis. What? Hold on, AD. Okay. Moby, over under, how many of his holiday movies going to be Hallmark movies? Uh, I'm going to go with none. I think he's going to throw one in there. I, I'm, I'm going to say it's hard because, like, they're all the same movie. So it's kind of hard. <laughs> it's kind of hard to talk about one and not be talking about all hey, of them. Hey, it's Patrick Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and look, that's not an insult. Like, Hallmark has figured out, hey, we got a formula. This shit works. And we just going to keep this thing on rolling. <laughs> I'm sorry, AG. You, you can go now. Don't, don't take it off. Oh, okay. What are you doing there? Something I forgot I need to remember. Okay, my five. Actually, I got a. I got a six. Like so, I got a one honorable mention. Um, the Santa Claus, Tim Allen, Trading oh, I Places. Forgot, I, I forgot my honorable mention. Trading Places. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, was gonna say, I was gonna say Trading Places. That's was gonna be my honorable mention. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Die Hard. Thank you, Moby, for uh, legitimizing that because that's a Christmas time. movie. Wow. Thank you, Christmas movie, man. Uh, let's see. Oh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful Life, <sighs> and actually, it's, it's it was a toss up because I hate to make this an honorable mention, but Love Actually. So no, I did not have any Hallmark movies on my thing because of what movies it. It's like all of them the same. I mean, I do have my favorites, but they they're all the same film. All right, all right. So, um, my five. So. You already said one of them. Um, that hard? Yeah. We'll no, definitely not. No. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Never. No. Um, so, um, so, I'm a big Frosty and Snowman guy. And I like the original. That new stuff is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. You know, I'm not going to lie. One it's year, a classic. It's a classic. One, one year, I had the little... The little uh, the little twig from the tree and put like a ball on it and it fell over. <laughs> that was my Christmas tree. <laughs> However, nobody came to my house and made it better though. It just looked like that. It was over the whole season. Um, what else? You know, I get the Rudolph thing. I'm not against it. But I, I'm with you saying, hey, he, he didn't really show up anywhere else. But I'm with you. Um. Now I will say that. Now nah, I'll leave that for. I don't want to mention. Um. What was the the Ghosts of Christmas Past? Oh, Scrooge or Scrooge? No, 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 no. The the um, movie with um, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, my ten ex girlfriends or no, no. It's like the Ghosts of Christmas or something. It's like. He was about to get married on Christmas or something. Yeah, his and girlfriend started, right? Yeah, I don't remember the name of it, but that was a good movie. Okay. Um, and, you know, I think that's pretty much it. I'm not a big Christmas movie guy or a holiday movie guy. 
Uh, oh man, I forgot about the Polar Express. That was a good movie too. Yeah, yeah, I watch that every year. Like honestly, if we did this in Halloween, I'm a big the great the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I'm a fan. Um, Why didn't you include it? That's a holiday movie. Remember, yeah, we but, specified a holiday. Well, yeah, but Groundhog Day <laughs> is not a damn holiday. Um, <laughs> so, so I'll put that in there. Yeah, the Great Pumpkin. However, I know what's about to become one of my. It's not a movie. It's a miniseries. That Hawkeye miniseries is on fire. I'm a fan. And I think there are only, what, six episodes? And we've already got two. And it's the whole Christmas thing. I'm a fan. No one picked Independence Day. You know yeah. what? Yeah, because I limited my holidays, man. Because if yeah. I would just start to go with any holiday, I would have put Sandlot up here. Because that's like a 4th of July movie. They got yeah. The- yeah, I didn't. I, did, I just, I guess because of the time of year, I just assumed exactly. we were talking you know about saying? winter holidays. You know, and if this fool keeps talking about movie, Peanuts movies are holiday specials. It's, it's okay, Dre special. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big holiday movie guy, but that my my heart does like some movies. Um, so yeah, definitely not any Hallmark movies, man. Can't. Man, the Hallmark movies are—it's a great formula, man. And you can get stuck watching those movies, man. You can't, as much as I hate them, yeah. You, 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 like, like, uh, like, so I don't want nobody to sit up here and be trying to insult those movies because, like, yo, if you stuck and that movie's on and you like twenty minutes into the movie, you'll you'll be invested. You'll be like, look, I know what's gonna happen. But you still gotta see it, but I'm still and gonna watch it. Twenty minutes goes by so slow. It does. It's like, well, it's like. Before you realize, you've watched like half the damn movie, and it's like, man, that's awesome, man. See, because you got to figure out the dad slash son daughter issues that made the son daughter leave, and then the, and, the, and then the girlfriend boyfriend that got left behind, and you know they got to go back to the town, but they don't want to because they don't. They why don't does Hallmark? Why does Hallmark hate big cities, man? Because all those because movies all the real the small all the, town. No, nah, all the real love happens in the small town, man. You can't get no real love in a big city. Yeah, see, but that's the thing. It's always somebody that went to the big city that's got to come back to find ah. love because apparently the big city has poisoned them. But no, the other uh-huh. thing they, is... They left because they love won't write. They love won't write, so they went... This, you know, they had to stay, keep their heart cold. We nah, really man. Yeah, y'all fools are doing that. You but talking nah. too. Don't act like you won't talk. No, I was going to say, I was going to basically say that the reason why I do small towns is because small towns, small sets saves them money. If they do a big city, you got to get too many damn permits. That's not true. However, you're, you're filming in Canada, bro. That's not true. Uh, yeah, they don't, they never go to Toronto. It's British Columbia most of the time. Nah, they go they go to a, a place that has like a thousand people and say, "Yo, here's five hundred American dollars. Can we film here?" Oh yes, goodness. and that's what it is. Hating, I'm just saying. Hating. I'm not hating. I'm being. Oh God, passion of the Christ, stop it. That was <laughs> hardcore for me, man. I can't watch I that can't, again. And watch that. Again. I can't watch that. So, Yo, man, mm. got to come back home, man. Definitely not repair your relationship with your mama and your daddy, even though it's their fault. I mean, you left the town, you know, then come back because you came back for the girl you couldn't have. I ain't got time. Nah, that. that's, that's not true. That's Usually not, the girl wanted not, him to start with, or the guy, the guy wanted her to start with. Don't even worry about that. And it's, all, it's always so much snow. Yeah, <laughs> so much snow. We don't get that much snow in Virginia. I see more snow in a two-hour hour like, movie than I get it, in Virginia. It ain't never a flurry. No. It, 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 it ain't never just like a yeah. few flakes. It, it's like the whole town is 
is covered with two feet of snow. But it's giving you that Norman Rockwell, man. And nobody drives. It's a small Everybody town. Everybody walks everywhere. It's a small town, man. And there's always some festival. There's always a festival yeah. going small on. Small town, man. And they ain't no fat people, so it's unrealistic. Because all their food is handmade, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna go with Ruben on that too because like if you've been to a small town, well, usually a whole bunch you, of fat people. Now usually they have one because this is always one like a store owner. I'm about to say, but that don't count because that person's just old and happens to be a store owner. That yeah, but that, but you said no fat people though. You, Man, you're right, on, bro. That they, they do have their token fat guy. They do. They really Old do. Woman. And see, that's that's gonna be that's what's gonna come up in my what's on my mind because I've noticed this the last like three or four years. And I said something to Lauren, and she was like, "Please don't say that in public." <laughs> but I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> well, Ag, since we're there, what's on your mind? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, and I, and I and I know I'm gonna offend all the women in the world that listen to this, but have y'all noticed that the women in these Hallmark movies have gotten less attractive? And when I say less attractive and, and talking about women in Hallmark movies, I mean the star of the Hallmark movies. Have I have you noticed that the level of cuteness has been reduced? Because when I started watching this, it was on like the first one I watched for real was actually on Netflix. And it was uh Jen McCarthy. And so that's what I was used to because really when I was like watching him in passing, you know, Valerie Bertinelli, you know, your standard MILF, really. And then, like I said before, I was watching it as watching they were having a commercial for one of their movies. And I was like, girl, do you have you noticed that these women are a lot less attractive than they were 10 years ago? And she thought about it after she was like pearl clutching. And she's like, you know what? You're not wrong. And that's what's on my mind. And, and it's really not as it's like what's on my mind and a question to y'all. Have y'all noticed this? Let's unpack this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We're about to unpack Harvard movies on the show. Let's unpack this. Okay. Um, many people would argue that your statement is not correct because what's happening is they're being more conscientious of having realistic portrayals of women on film. And I did say that. To, I did say that. But I mean, part of the reason. I'm going to say like you've noticed it is because the disparity always existed in successful sitcoms in these movies. It was all well in Hallmark movies is different because the guys are always pretty stereotypical, attractive males. But like the hallmark of cinema uh, of sitcoms has always been some fat dude or some dude that really isn't that attractive somehow being with some woman that everybody knows he would never be able to land in real life that's that's pretty much been the standard right so so now they're like i guess they're trying to you know the only way you can get a seesaw to get back balanced is to push really hard in the other direction so now they're just like all right we still gonna keep the stereotypical sexy guys in this movie but now we're going to scale back on having the supermodel milf be the star of the attraction because now it becomes more relatable and some people would say that's progress. I mean, I, I believe I it. I believe it is. And if you look at it like being like you said, and like I said to Lauren, I was like, are they trying to be more inclusive? I got to believe yes, because these women like are they being more inclusive no, or are they just like scaling back on the, you know, the super hot chick being the star of the movie every movie? I, I don't. 
don't know. That's what Here's I'm what asking. I don't really know. I don't know. All I know is the, the female star of a lot of these movies in the last couple, three years, they're not as attractive as I'm used to. Actually, the, the, the one... The one really attractive woman that's still working on a regular basis is Winnie from the first iteration of the Wonder Years, the original Wonder Years. She still works in a lot of these films, and she's Danica actually McKellar. the most attractive woman that's Danica a regular. McKellar. Yeah, thank you. She's the most attractive woman that's a regular other than Candace, uh, Candace Cameron Bure. So here, here's what it is. I think this this is what it is. First of all, we lost we've lost half our listeners for this. So we, <laughs> we're gonna so make sorry. this gonna be decent. <laughs> I'm so sorry. If I got if I gotta go all in, I gotta go all in. It's whatever. <laughs> it's not that. I think what it is because I, I went and looked at the Hallmark website. What it is, there are a whole lot less women with blonde hair. So your stereotypical, your stereotypical attractive caucasian woman has blonde hair did there you just lot... equate attractiveness with blondness that's that's hear a me thing. out that's a hear thing. me out that's the thing <laughs> that is a that's thing that's the thing man that, i mean i'm a brunette guy but yeah that's the thing that's not my thing but it is a thing it is more your next door type girl it is more different color hairstyles is it's a lot of that however what they have not done is they have not lessened how the male looks if uh, that's, anything, what, that's, that's what I stated. Yeah. If anything, what they've done, they've made it so the woman, the 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 women are going to get going for males who are theoretically less attainable in real life than they are now. And then those males have gone through some sort of change between when they met them before and they met them now. I agree with that. So it's it's one of those things they've actually flipped it, you know, because back in the day you did have to use a you did have to use have a lot of blonde women and and honestly, you know, I'm not Caucasian, so I don't know, but from what I understand, what I hear, a lot of the Caucasian men like blonde women. So blonde is, I mean, what what blonde is better and all this other stuff. They used to have a lot of blonde women. But now they've gone to a lot of redheads. They've gone to a lot of brunettes. And they've even gone to, they're, like, they're even more black um, shows now. So, yes, some inclusiveness has happened. But more importantly, they're trying to relate it more to the common person, a.k.a. the common woman. Because they don't care about us. They don't care about dudes watching this. It's all about the women watching this. So they have to get women who... They, who the women who are watching it can relate to and if you are red if you, if you have red hair and all you see is blonde women on TV you can't relate to that therefore you will lose your attention therefore you will probably not watch it however it's all about hey that looks like me and that's what Hallmark has done very well um, for their base which is women because they want women to watch this because if they watch it then they're watching it and every once in a while, you get somebody like, you know, AG maybe watching it. And maybe we might slip slip and fall on a banana peel. We might watch it. But more importantly, their customer base is regular women who so, are so not. Bas- so basically, they Tyler Perry in that thing. They yes. basically just like, we know who our audience is. <laughs> and that's what KB Yako just said. Yeah, no, I just read that. <laughs> 
Yes, I, I appreciate y'all because y'all 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 got some good points, man. Only thing I said, like I said before, I just had noticed and it came to a head uh, like last night. I was thinking about this and I was like, these women aren't as attractive as I'm used to. Well, and I disagree on that statement. They are attractive. They're just not supermodel attractive. Well, I don't that, think any of them. Like, I don't think any of them were supermodel attractive. But I am saying I there was. A, well, all I'm saying for me, there was a level of attractiveness ten years ago that's not not there now. Not on a regular basis. Well, because those 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 women grew up in your time area. Era, and you remember them when they were children, such as your Valerie Bertinelli's. I mean, you discovered her on one good one day at a time when she was like 17, and you pretty much watched her grow up, and she grew up to be a very attractive older woman, just as you grew up and got older too. So that bond, that television bond, is still there. Now you're seeing a whole bunch of women that you've probably never seen before, and you really have no attachment to. So it's one of those things where. It's not the fact that they're not pretty. It's you don't have the you don't have the built-in attractiveness already because when you saw Valley Bernella when she was seventeen on one day at a time, you were just like, "Yo, she's probably hot." No, probably she, like, would, she didn't get attracted until much later. But well, but but you knew her as a kid. No, what, what, I don't, no, no, what's happening? What what what, what <laughs> the hell is this. happening right now? Y'all did this. I didn't do this shit. You went from talking about critical race theory <laughs> and. <laughs> In serious issue to analyzing the attractiveness of Hallmark movie, that was him. No, but you're answering it very well. I, which I, the last part I don't agree with, but it's still a really good response. So yes, you did. <laughs> I mean, somebody had to. But and no, I don't. I, I don't agree with that because a lot of the because I've been watching Hallmark even on my own for a lot of years, and I've seen different women come and go. I did notice there was a time where the hottest women were getting their own characters and their own shows, but the women that were in these these one-off movies were still very attractive. Just like y'all were talking about the men. They're always studs. And so I'm like, but I have noticed that there are different body types. There are different levels of cute. Even to the, I mean, I'm just saying, it's just the only thing I haven't seen, and you'll have to tell me if I'm wrong, somebody will have to tell me, but I haven't seen a big girl yet. I haven't no, seen the hot you're not big going girl. To. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Mm, it's coming. It's got it's to. coming. Oh, oh, it's, but they, 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 they going to find the right one. They're going to slide it in gently. She might not be like super big, but she's going to be plus size model big. And then they're going to see how that works. Or they're going to have to get somebody who's just super likable, charming, cute, big to make it work. But it's going. It's yeah. coming. It's coming. And I mean, I have to say this: Moco Cowboy for the win. Can you blame AG when Boost loves the when Boo loves the baseline? I mean, the women got to be hot. Well, well, no, no. Well, it's that's complicated because yes, the the baseline for me is got to be hot because that's my personal thing. But what I'm saying is, as a a viewer of TV, usually the leads are the best looking. The phenomenon that I have noticed is, like y'all said, the men are still studs. They all like six foot something of, you know, they look a certain way. Their bodies are a certain way, whatever. But I have noticed that the level of hotness on the women's side is not as high as it was. And, and, and I think that's a good thing because I see all types of women now. 
where you have like a little woman that's really petite she doesn't have to be like you know five six and you know you know with bumps all over her body it doesn't have to be that anymore i just noticed that and i was wondering if that was a thing that's all i'm saying i mean to me i just think that um i just think that they've they've gone for a girl next door woman next door and they've gone they've gone to not overly attractive um not physically um I mean they ain't got a lot of women with big boobs and booty. It they just don't. No. Most most of the women up there are just some some woman that you would walk and see down the street. And there's absolutely not, nothing wrong with that. No, it like is, I said, it, but I but it I did notice it because that's not what Hallmark was ten years ago. Yeah, and but they've adjusted because they've adjusted to what life is and what things are today. And I think that's smart on their part because if a person who's watching it have a better chance of relating to it, they'll be more inclined to watch more of it. Truth. Which brings up their ratings, which brings up the ability for them to sell or uh, sell um you know Whatever ads and stuff. Sure. Yeah. I get so, it. So I am mad at that. Me neither. Um, Me neither. Let's see here. Uh, that's it. I don't know. This man, they can't let they can't about. let that humping dog thing go, man. <laughs> they, get, they gotta let it go. Because every time, every time you put up the technical difficulties, today, that's what they talk about. Yeah, funny. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Moby, what's on your mind? I'm getting old, man, and I'm realizing that. Trey's like, just I mean, talking about getting old. Yeah, I mean he he's been old, but I'm getting old, man, and. I'm realizing that my likes and dislikes, things I look forward to are changing. I, I'm already a Hobby Lobby addict and I couldn't wait to put up Christmas decorations and I ain't thought about the New Year's Eve party not once and it's almost December. It's not like you're going to one anyway. I, I know. That's the point. That's I'm, not, I, I'm not even thinking about it and you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking forward to getting some eggnog with some liquor in it. And wait a minute, that would be ever that's any age, isn't it? You know what? Nah, man, because back in the day, like, I ain't really dig with eggnog like that. But look, if you're trying to get drunk, drunk, don't cute it up with some eggnog. Just get some liquor, baby. Let's party. Okay, I see that. I see that. But, but... let's get some liquor, baby. Things that things that R. Kelly said. <laughs> really, man. Really, <laughs> that was so jacked up. Mm. That's Ruben for the win. It really was. <laughs> Can't say you really know. won anything, but yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, I, I don't know if you won, but yeah, it's definitely Ruben. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, I'm getting old, man, and I'm, I'm appreciating the things that come with getting old, like watching my kids do stupid stuff. And find joy from it. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, come on, man. If you've ever watched what kids enjoy doing, like the things that they do while they're having fun, like a lot of it's just like random running around and hitting each other or rolling around. And I mean, look, I used to do it too, but I'm looking at them going, how the hell are y'all having so much fun doing all this nothing? <laughs> all this nothing? <laughs> the same way you had fun doing all that nothing. Yeah, so so, so now, man, you know, um, what's on my mind is like, look, 
I'm embracing this getting old thing and you know it ain't that bad like so that's it I'm you know I'm I'm enjoying this getting old thing and it ain't that bad I'm sitting here with some Christmas decorations in a recliner with some books like I'm damn near dead that's that's what I'm I'm damn near dead so if if you're if (laughs) if that's dead you wait till you turn 50 bro Bruh, I don't know if I'm gonna make it to 50, man. I'm all, I just, I just don't know. Well, you better find a way. Yes, that's, sir. That's Look, I'd replace you on that show. I, yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to be here, but you know, we'll see. But that's it. That's all I got. Carry on, Ruben. Oh, thanks. As you about to look like you're gonna read a book. <laughs> He's so old. He's reading a book. <laughs> Why he's on live TV? I know, right? Internet TV. And yeah. he's talking about my back scratcher. He just pulled out a novel, bro. First, first of all, did you just say we were on TV, Ruben? You sound old, bro. We on the internet. We ain't on TV. <laughs> you sound like my mom. Wait That's how my mom said. I was about to say I just got that from your mom. Yeah. Hey, man, we're on the interwebs. The fan. The intranet. About to be on the YouTubes. <laughs> the YouTubes. Oh man. What's up, my Ruben? I mean, honestly, nothing, man. I mean, I express myself very well on the show, and I feel like every week is a cleansing of craziness that I have to get out of my system, you know. So, nah, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I, I just, I wish for that day that I wake up, and you know what? I made it. I don't know when that day is going to come, but I hope to get there, you know? So, other than that, man, just try to do what I do, keep myself positive, keep it moving. I suggest everybody do the same because without positivity, there is no growth. Without growth, there is no getting better. Without getting better, we're never going to be truly happy. And this dude just put on glasses like he reading a damn book. <sighs> on tv with his on with tv his, again i know right? yeah with the tv thing man <laughs> twitch is like, sue you man. on twitch he looked like he got a visor on even though i know it's a hat actually if you put that robe on it's gonna be over the yeah. robe's on the couch i'm not putting that on now. well i do got my house shoes on that master robe so. <laughs> <laughs> and with that note i'd like to thank everybody for once again joining us on um another episode of five minute warning I like to like take those who um, are listening to us on Facebook, um, on Twitch, on YouTube. I like to thank those who are listening on to the YouTube. podcast afterwards. The YouTubes listen to us on the podcast afterwards. Um, hey, tell a friend. www.5minutewarning.com. You know, episode one hundred and seven. Wow, I feel like things are getting slow now. After we got past one hundred, everything's real slow. Because I expect to be at like 150 by now. But hey, it is what it is. But look, I'm glad. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Christmas is a month away. So go ahead, buy all the unnecessary gifts for the people you care and you don't care about so you can get those in return. And hey. Yes, because that's the real meaning of Christmas. I didn't say that. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> <laughs> the real being a Christmas. Hey, because you know, you know, Ruben is a heathen, right? 
I mean, <laughs> he I doesn't really confirm. know the real meaning of Christmas. Y'all, y'all go buy some shit and hope some people give you some nice shit in return. Maybe I mean, that's pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, baby Jesus, baby, baby Jesus. But once again, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, once again, I'd like to thank Moby and AG for being here and and going through this with me. And you know what? Next week, we'll be back and try to do it even better. And we're going to be on time. If y'all not on time, that's kind of a you problem. So that's right. I said it. So check us out. Peace. Hair grease. And be good to somebody. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5 Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast at Nugeman25 at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5 Minute Warning, AG underscore 5 Minute Warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Five minute warning.